The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Let's talk about society actually right now and how much we consume as a society, how much we consume alcohol. Lots of Irish people are apparently in denial about their drinking habits, with many quote unquote binge drinkers not realising they are drinking dangerous levels of alcohol. So says a published report from the Health Research Board. It concludes uh, that two and in three individuals fail to recognise when their consumption of alcohol is at an excessive level. Sheena Horgan is the CEO of Drink Aware. Sheena, you're very welcome to studio. Thank you. Uh, what is an excessive level? I just I just I reveal that I'm in that category who doesn't realise. Yeah, well, actually 97% of the adult population who drink do not know what the low risk weekly guidelines are, which are published on the HSE website and which we talk about a lot. So the guidelines are 11 standard drinks across the week for a female or 17 for a male. And a standard drink is a half pint, a small glass of wine. So it's 100 mils, which is smaller than you might typically pour, or certainly get in a bar or restaurant and a pub measure of spirits. So they are the guidelines across the week with at least two drink free days. So binge drinking is a single occasion drink, which is at least six standard drinks or more. So, so that could be si- three pints. Three, three pints counts as three binge pints drinking. Is technically binge drinking. Yeah. Now, uh, do you, would you suggest that people don't realise that or they do realise it, but they're just in denial that it's binge drinking? They kind of think, you know what? If that's binge drinking, I actually, uh, uh, a version of I reject the premise of the question. I actually don't it, think it is. It's kind of like a confirmation bias going, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to. Well, yes and no. In fairness, when we first read this report and the first report came out, the drinking in denial in 2020, and the tone of that language of denial, I would take kind of exception to. The reason being is I don't believe people are disregarding the guidelines as much as disassociating them with their own consumption. The okay. reason for that being they don't know what the guidelines are. That 97% figure is consistent over our annual surveys year on, year after year. So if people don't know what low risk is and they don't know what high risk is, then how can they understand what binge drinking is? And I think it's a knowledge deficit that's there and more needs to be done to bridge that gap. So I think using a term like denial is actually quite provocative and patronising even Mm. when the knowledge just simply is not there. And do you believe if people had that knowledge, if people knew that six standard units or three pints counted as binge drinking, that they might binge drink less? Or might they just reject the advice? Quite likely to have a bit of both, in fairness. But we do know that about a third of the adult drinking population consistently want to drink less and would like to change their drinking habits. And we also have very high figures of roughly around 25%, I think, from last year's data. We'll have this year's data out next week. But that would, uh, 25% who are already making changes. And those changes involve things like following guidelines, doing dry January, you know, setting um, certain rules and conditions for themselves I won't drink Monday to Thursday, things like that. So people are interested and engaged and there's certainly an increase in that movement, we'd Mm. say, over the last few years. There is then the standard guidelines that apply across the week, the amount you're you're not meant to go above and it was 17 units, I think you said. 17 for male, yeah. Standard drinks, though. Units is the UK one. Okay, which so a lot of people yeah, in fairness get confused 17 about. standard drinks which is a half pint um, uh, uh, is there kind of almost a separate but parallel problem that needs to be tackled whereby people are not necessarily guilty of binge drinking maybe they're 
sharing a bottle of wine between two people so they don't necessarily tip over into binge drinking but they might do it five or six nights a week. Well you see the interesting thing here is about the language that we use. So you'll see in that report and in other reports there's light, moderate, heavy drinkers. There's also the World Health Organisation will refer to things like hazardous and harmful drinking and that includes going outside of the guidelines which could be across the week or could be in a single occasion. So you may just have six drinks once a week but that is still outside of the guidelines so it's six standard drinks in one sitting but it is binge drinking on one occasion and the binge drinking itself it just doesn't give your body enough time to process um, the alcohol in the system. Okay so you can can over imbibe on one occasion you can be under the weekly limit but you're counted as binge drinking you might not binge drink at all but you might be over the weekly limit. And the thing about how we drink in Ireland and when you look at the data it is complex it does contradict itself invariably we look at survey and data and you have to look at what people are doing what's actually happening on the ground and it's why the surveys we do look at behaviour but also attitudes what do people think and what do they know And, and what we'll find is that it's not even just the frequency but it's the volume volume. When we drink, we drink to excess. So binge drinking is a serious issue in Ireland and it is a growing issue as well and it's yeah. one we really need to address. Okay, you used the word growing there because I was going to ask you like, the, 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 where sometimes surveys like this and I just don't mean in terms of alcohol but anything mm. fall down is that they're a snapshot in time and really what's informative is the trend. So what do the drinking trends tell us? Okay, well, we have a barometer survey that we do every year. And as I say, the 2022 figures will be out next week. So you'll have to have me back on the show next (laughs) week to do them. Um, But the figures we have from 2020 and 2021 is we can see that binge drinking did increase. There's about 49% of the adult drinking population binge drank in the last 30 days. And that was... 2021 figures. When we look at our 18 to 24 year old age group, that's particularly stark. Between 2020 and 2021, it increased, doubled from 16% to 31%. Wow. So when we look at binge drinking, we look at all the age cohorts, we can see it's rising. And it's something year on after year, we keep saying we need to address it. This is where the awareness and the knowledge has to come in. It's not just simply a case of denial and disregard. We need to do more in educating people and giving them that information. And was it rising up until 2020? Because I know what lots of people say when they hear that, they think, oh, hold on, COVID skews everything. It does, which is why the 2022 data will be interesting because you go, okay, what has been embedded post-COVID? So we know when we look at 2019, we can compare 2019, 2020, 2021. This year, when we've 2022, that will be the patterns and the trends. But that's also where, on the other hand, the flip side, as I say, the data can seem contradictory when we look at it from a cultural point of view. We can also see that people are increasingly interested in changing their behaviour. So that figure around the 25% who've made changes and the 30% who would like to drink less, that's fairly consistent or it rises slightly year Mm. on. So it's really important that we look at both of those. So there is a movement and an interest. Certainly the conversations we're having are different. So maybe if few years ago, people would have been quite cynical regarding guidelines or whatever. But, you know, we're having today, we had a public webinar, our second ever public webinar on mindful drinking and mental health. We talked about sober curiosity and we had a great turnout. We sold out 100 plus tickets was free of charge. We give free resources anyway. But, you know, the interest is clearly there and mm. we need to act on it. There is a deficit, a knowledge deficit, and we need to close that gap. And to be honest, at the moment, probably the only organisation pushing these guidelines, talking about them in practical terms to the public at large in an, on a national scale would be us. We're a small charity. So we need more in that space. Uh, 
Kieran, I'm going out tonight and I'm going to have at least six or seven pints and I won't drink for another month. Am I classed as a binge drinker? I don't class myself as one. I think the answer is yes. yes. He certainly is tonight well, anyway. You're, you're binge drinking. Um, and it's, I suppose, when you look at some, it, it's why the language can be tricky. So if we look at hazardous or harmful, hazardous drinkers are those who are drinking at a risky level but may not have experienced harm. So that particular person may be absolutely fine. It yes. doesn't mean to say there aren't harms that will come further down the line or harms that maybe they're not cognizant of around sleep, mental health, relationships, all sorts. Uh, somebody has texted in to say, hi, Karen. And I'm going to assume that that's a... Oh, it's a dig. It's, it's a dig. It's, I, I have four dig? young adult teen daughters. Hi, I, Karen. I know what a Karen is. All right, OK. I was hoping maybe they just got a bit of an autocorrect from Kieran. But anyway, hi, Karen. I drink five nights a week. I don't feel I'm suffering any ill effects. I find that the comfort of getting out and meeting friends is more important to me socially than the impact of the drink. Well, the, the social and enhancement reasons for drinking are, are absolutely prevalent. And that is really important. Um, and we're certainly not anti-alcohol. So we're about we're, we're about preventing and reducing alcohol misuse. And that's about helping people understand what misuse looks and what, like. And what might the supports be that would help people who do want to reduce their consumption mm-hmm. do so? And I'm not talking about the real acute problem drinkers. I mean, the people no, who are sure. kind of just, uh, they realise they are going beyond these limits. Yep. But, you know, it's maybe they've got kind of social connections like that texter uh, who wants to get in touch. Yep. Maybe they've just got into the habit Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, ha- habits, absolutely. We look at behavioural change from that habit point of view and the conversation around mindful drinking was very much around habits and triggers and enablers and all the rest. So a few very simple tips, especially if you're out. If you're out of a night out with friends, don't get involved in rounds because that means you're drinking at somebody else's pace, not your own. Alternate your drinks. So have water in between. Try the no-low alternatives, of which there are a vast number and a hugely superior quality than they would have been five or certainly ten years ago. So try some of them. Set yourself a target and say, you know, tonight's the night when I'm, I'm actually not going to have a drink or tonight's the night where I'll go for one pint and that'll be enough. I'll, I'll stop after that and just set those kind of goals and targets um, and monitor and measure, see how you feel the next day. As I say, we may not um, experience kind of stark, blunt harms, but we are still kind of um, not behaving in the healthiest of ways. And it's really important that we're mindful of it, conscious of it. Gina Horgan, CEO of Drinkware. Sheena, thanks a million for coming into studio. Pleasure. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.